Today is March 2nd, and this is episode 44 of the MMA Mike podcast. Last weekend, UFC fight night, Rosenstrike versus Gain took place on the 27th, which was Saturday, at the UFC Apex. In the main event, Surreal Gun pretty much dominated uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike. You know, Rosenstrike looked like he couldn't get much going, um, was getting, you know, picked apart from the outside. Uh, you know, got got hit by a couple stinging strikes from uh, Gon, which were fast. You know, I think the biggest difference between Gon and Rosenstrike was Gon was very, very fast, uh, also very strong, which Rosenstrike might not have expected. Uh, and and the the length difference, the reach difference, was obviously big for Gon due to being able to throw kicks, throw jabs, and then come in with a big strike here and there. Gone completely outstruck Rosenstrike, 102 sh- significant strikes to just 42 on the part of Rosenstrike. And, you know, I think there was a lot of frustration behind the corner of Rosenstrike. He, he just needed to start throwing some bombs, and you would think he would have learned something like that after fighting a fight such as when he fought Alistair Overeem, you know, losing that whole entire fight and then eventually saying, I got to turn it on and, and try and catch him. And uh, then ended up knocking out uh, Alistair Overeem. But in this fight, Gone completely controlled the whole entire fight. He only got two takedowns, which was a little surprising. I thought he would have tried to work in the ground game a little bit more. But he did attempt 14 takedowns. So, obviously, it wasn't a lack of effort. But good takedown defense from the part of Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Gone controlled the fight for 4 minutes and 30 seconds. And ultimately won a unanimous decision. All three judges scored the contest 50-45, and it was a dominant performance. Now, you know, although it wasn't a super exciting fight, he did what he needed to do to win. He understands that it wasn't a super exciting fight. But what's he going to do? He's fighting a dangerous guy. He wants to win. He wants to climb the rankings. I know Dana White didn't have the best things to say about the fight, um, but it's all right. You know, the guy did what he had to do to win, and he can't knock him for it. He's now the number four ranked heavyweight in the world. Jarzinho Rosenstrike moves down to number six. And, you know, I, I think there's some potential matchups here. Obviously, I keep saying it when I talk about these heavyweights. Francis is fighting Stipe at UFC 256. So the number one contender is out of the picture right now. Derek Lewis just came off of a great win. And if I'm being honest with you, I think the best fight to make there is Derek Lewis versus Surreal Gone? Curtis Blades is number three. You could have him fight Jarzinho Rosenstrike. You know, both of these guys coming off of not great losses. Uh, Blades does need to take some time off because of his super bad, you know, knockout that he took. But I think that's a potential fight to be made, you know. And if Blades, you know, you don't make that fight, then you can make Alexander Volkov versus... Jarzinho Rosenstrike. I think that'd be a great striking fight as well. So there's a couple fights there, and um, whatever the UFC does end up doing, I think it's going to be one of those combinations, and it should be entertaining to watch. In the co-main event, you had a light heavyweight battle between Magomed Ankalev and Nikita Kirilov, and Kirilov brought it to Ankalev a little more than a lot of th- I think people realized. You know, Ankalev being a heavy favorite, and Kirilov obviously competing very hard against Ankalaev. Uh, Ankalaev, I think, lost the first round, in my opinion, and then came back and won the second two rounds. 
you know, I think the takedowns were key for him and, and the control time that he had of about six minutes, three takedowns, uh, and the strikes he was able to land from there. He was able to land some heavy strikes on the feet, but uh, Kirilov, I think, surprised him a little bit, and obviously his experience and his toughness showed Ankalaev a tough matchup, but ultimately Ankalaev was w- able to get it done. In the women's flyweight division, De La Rosa had a, a, a draw with Buena Silva. You know, this fight was obviously back and forth. Um, seemed like Silva had the advantage on the feet, and De La Rosa was able to get, you know, three takedowns and control the fight for nine minutes. So it, it was back and forth, but ultimately ended in a draw. And a crazy fight between bantamweight Pedro Munoz and Jimmy Rivera. I had Rivera winning this fight you know, going into the fight, I, I, that's who I predicted to win. And Pedro Munoz came out with a great game plan and attacked the legs of Jimmy Rivera and ultimately affected the whole entire fight. You know, I think Rivera had the, a little bit more of a power advantage and was landing better strikes uh, to the head on Munoz than Munoz on Rivera. But Munoz was able to push pace, land those leg kicks, obviously affect Rivera and ultimately opened up strikes to the head. And um, he also landed more strikes to the body, 19 compared to Rivera at four. So great game plan by Pedro Munoz. Great fight, great rematch. Uh, Ultimately showing how tough Rivera is, but I think both men will be back and obviously super dangerous in that bantamweight division. You know, we got a lot going on in this division, but Pedro Munoz showed that he deserves to be fighting top guys and and obviously Jimmy, Jimmy Rivera showing that he's a complete vet and that he ain't done yet. In the featherweight division, you had Kevin Kroom versus Alex Ciceris and Kroom ultimately got a little reckless, emptied his gas tank and then couldn't, you know, finish strong. He, he just kind of fell apart and tried to survive. And Alex Aceris, you know, he showed a lot by having a good gas tank and landing strikes, dealing with Kevin Kroon being tired, but not, you know, trying to go for the kill and gas himself out. He played it smart and and played the right way out of, you know, fighting that fight. Alex Hernandez lost the unanimous decision to Tiago Moses. I did think there was a lot of value on Moses going into this fight. But I just hopped on the bandwagon with Alexander Hernandez uh, going into this fight. But ultimately, Tiago Moses had the better defense and landed the more crisp strikes and won him a unanimous decision. Alexis Davis defeated Sabina Mazo by unanimous decision. Ronnie Lawrence knocked out Vince Cajero. And Dustin Jacoby won a unanimous decision over Max Grishin to open up the night ultimately great fight night and uh you know this this main event pick with a win boosts me to three right picks and four wrong picks i'm looking to you know switch that over getting over 50 50 um and that'll come this weekend at ufc 259 i'm gonna do that preview tomorrow i wanted to get this recap out today i've been a little busy so i figured i'd split up the two get you guys my thoughts about this UFC fight night, how I think this heavyweight division should play out. And uh, tomorrow I got a big, big preview for UFC 259. Got a lot of great fights 
coming this weekend. All right, guys, that was episode 44. Thank you guys for tuning in.